Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Hey, Mike. Glad you could join me for some great seafood. Me too. Wait, why are you dressed in fishing gear? You said we were going out to catch great seafood, right? Yes, to Popeye's. Do you even know how to fish? No, I thought you did. Oh, yeah. I could catch pretty good seafood at Popeye's. Let's go. Let Popeye's do the fishing while you enjoy our delicious signature seafood. Get Popeye's flounder fish sandwich or shrimp tackle box before they're gone. Limited time at participating U.S. restaurants. If you were listening to KFI, of course you were listening to KFI, you would know that Wake Up Call is on and it's hosted by Jennifer Jones Lee. And Jennifer, like me, is a, a dog lover. She's a, a pet lover. She and I will talk hours on end about just our dogs and how they are extended family members. And part of the reason why is we don't think of them as pets. They are actually fa- family members. And If you know anything about Jennifer, she's very big on supporting the Wiggle Waggle Walk and Run. And it's happening this year, September 18th, at Brookside Park at the Rose Bowl. And she's been been imploring you and me and others to come out and join the KFI team. And to that end, she joins me right now. Jennifer Jones-Lee, it is a pleasure to talk to you. And I have have a very important question i got to ask you before we get started. Yes, absolutely. Can you drive a stick shift? Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes, I can. Why would you ask? Well, well, we, we have been going back and forth, and there are a lot of folks who can't drive stick in the studio. And and actually, I said to Eric, I said, you know what? I'm going to ask Jennifer Jones-Lee. And I said, you know what? I don't know why, because if anyone who would I bet drive stick, it would be you. <laughs> and Eric said, I'm not even going to take that bet. So. <laughs> 
Okay, so my very first car was in 1983, a Honda Prelude. It was a stick shift, and I just bought about six weeks ago a 1992 Jeep Wrangler, and it is a stick shift. No power steering either, everybody. Just saying. See, that, now, see, you're old school like us. I love it. I love it. But I didn't bring you on for that. I, I do want to get out of the way and let you talk about the Wiggle Waggle Walk, which is coming up on September 18th, why you originally got involved and why the rest of us need to be involved. Well, this is my sixth year now doing the Wiggle Waggle Walk, and it just gets bigger and better every year. I think the first year there were only maybe six or seven of us from the KFI team. I was brand new. You know, nobody knew me. Nobody knew how much I loved animals. And as it's grown over the years, I mean, our team can be sometimes 20, 30, 40, 50 people, depending on the year and also depending on the heat, which I totally get. But what this does, the reason I'm such a big supporter of Pasadena Humane and I'm, I have them on all the time. It, it's so much more than just a shelter. And I think the misconception that people have about Pasadena a lot is they'll say things like, oh, but it's such a fancy shelter. Or, oh, they don't need the money. Oh, contraire. The reason that they are such a nice shelter is because they don't just service themselves. They do, like, overflow for all of L.A. County. So they just have the facilities that a lot of other places don't. So they have veterinary services. They can bring, I'll never forget the story one time, of this little dog that had been hit by a car. And, you know, unfortunately, most shelters don't have the money to help an animal like that. They not only were able to help it, they put a plate in its little leg and then got it adopted out. So the things that they're able to do at this facility go so far above and beyond which is why I absolutely love it. It's not just also, I don't know, Mo, if you know, I, I think I've told you before, I'm terrified of rabbits. Like, those things are no. the devil. No, no, wait, wait. Oh, I, don't skip past that. No, you did not tell me that. I have a phobia of, bee, of bees. You have a phobia of rabbits. Right. I mean, yours kind of makes more sense. Mine, on the other, I just think they're shifty. I don't, I don't, I don't like anything with pink eyes. I think it's my. I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry. Completely. It makes absolutely no sense. But even there, I will promote the bunnies or whatever. So they've got bunnies. They do uh, guinea pigs. They do um, pigeons. Whatever comes into the shelter. One time there was a story, actually, that we did on KFI about somebody who had all these illegal animals that they had um, smuggled in somehow. And I think it was six or seven baby alligators. Well, Pasadena Humane has the area they were able to take them in. They've had pigs, roosters, uh, skunk, baby skunk one time I got to meet. I did not know that a skunk only lets its uh, aroma, shall we say, go once a day. So if you walk outside and you're like, whoa, there's a skunk, you're good to go, actually, because that skunk can't replenish its, uh, you know, aroma for another 24 hours. So, I like, didn't know that. The thing See, I didn't either. So the things that I have learned from there, they have this incredible wildlife department. I just, it's so much more than just an animal shelter. And I think that's why I've fallen in love with it over the years. I'm curious because since you are intimately connected with the Pasadena Humane uh, Society, how it's changed you, how it has impacted you, given you get to see more about what they're doing, how they're helping both animals and people in a way that I guess the general society doesn't get to see. How has this uh, relationship changed you? 
Oh, I I mean, inside out. When I first got there, I think I, I only thought of an animal shelter as just that, a place that an animal got lost, it got brought in there, it got adopted out because some family went through and little Sally, you know, went, oh, mommy, can we get that, you know, cute little fluffy white puppy or whatever, and then the dog went through. I did not know there's a whole adoption process that they make sure that those animals are the right animal for that particular family, whether it be the home, the activity level, whatever it happens to be. They make sure that it's going to be a successful match. Um, I think that seeing the dedication from even the, uh, not just employees, but the volunteers at Pasadena Humane, like say there's a dog that comes in and maybe it's lived on the streets for, you know, six months and finally somebody was able to coax it in it's now in the shelter, but it's that dog that is in the back of its little kennel and it doesn't want to come out. Well, as families are walking through, they're probably not going to really be interested in that animal because it's not up front and jumping around like some of the other ones are. So there are volunteers that will go and sit in this kennel with this dog and just pet it for an hour and just wait until it comes out and gets a little more friendly with people. And they build these relationships with the animals to get them so that they are more likely to be adopted. That I just, it, it just kind of, it warms my heart and it makes me cry all at the same time. Like it's just such a beautiful process to see these animals come in or you'll have ones that come off the street that are so mangy. You could not tell what kind of a dog they are. They even have um, some of their volunteers who are groomers who come in and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I thought that was a poodle. Turns out it's a chihuahua. You would have had no idea just based on how these animals come in. And so that's why I love doing this walk every year and getting people to come out and join the team. And I always promise if you come and join the team, you can ask me any gossip you want about anybody at the station. I will spill all day long if I know it. Well, I know not to tell you any of my business. <laughs> hey, Jennifer Joseline, do you have a chance to do you have time to hang over for one more segment? Because I want to make sure we get into how people can be a part of the team, where they need to sign up, when they need to be there and all that kind of stuff. Can you do that for me? Oh, it would be absolutely be my pleasure. I'm sitting at uh, in Santa at across from the Anderson's Pea Soup. Uh, I guess like little restaurant or something. So I'm headed to El Dorado Hills. So I'm all yours. So, in other words, if you happen to be in the area, go up and say hi to you or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a white SUV right across the street from Anderson's Pea Soup. Wow, you are sharing way too much information. <laughs> you are better than me. <laughs> Jennifer Lee joins me right now as we talk about the Wiggle Waggle Walk coming up on September 18th in, in Pasadena. We'll have more with Jennifer Lee in just a moment. This is the John and Ken Show. I'm Mo Kelly. And for John and Ken, KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're talking with Jennifer Lee host of Wake Up Call. You hear her every single morning and also part of the Handle Crew. Well, coming up on September 18th is the Wiggle Waggle Walk and Run, and it's going to be at Brookside Park at the Rose Bowl. And Jennifer Jones-Lee, as a function of KFI, putting a team together, and you can be part of it. Jennifer Jones-Lee, I just love saying your name. Jennifer Jones-Lee, tell us how I and anyone else listening can be part of this team. All you have to do is go to KFIAM640.com slash wiggle. And right there, you're going to see a link that's going to take you directly to our team. And when you join, we're going to meet at 830 at the KFI booth, which we have a huge booth every year. I want to thank our uh, so vet diet. Actually, it's Tim Conway Jr.'s brother 
who knows Jerry at Vet Diet. I know this is a follow the bouncing ball, but this just shows how the KFI family works. And so Tim's brother, Jake, knows Jerry, who runs Vet Diet. And Vet Diet, every year, not only gives a giant donation to Pasadena Humane, but they also give us, like, a pallet of things to give away to all of our team members and anybody who's coming by our booth. So this year, we will have all that fun stuff to give away. Plus, Michelle wants to take a team photo at 830 this year. And so, of course, we'll be doing that. Michelle, producer Michelle, will be out there. Alex will be out there. Tyler's already said he's doing it virtually. Nick Pagliokini and his mom are doing it virtually with us this year, which will be super fun. And we already, I think, have 25 or 30 people on our team. So, again, kfiam640.com slash wiggle is where you go. And I will have my big dog, Dolly, out with me and the little dog, Daisy, I can't bring the puppy, though. I wanted to, but I forgot. I can't do it because she doesn't have all her shots. So, you know how Parvo goes. Yeah, so I, know how I that obviously goes. can't. Yeah, I can't put her out in the middle of that, but she will be there in spirit. Well, <laughs> I plan to be there in person, yes! not virtually. I'm going to come yes! out and support you as you have always supported me. Now, I don't know if I can get my wife to come with me, then I can maybe bring uh, Riley and Benson. I think they would enjoy the experience. But. Um, so where are we supposed oh. to meet exactly? You say the KFI tent, but I haven't been to the location. So Okay. So when you go to Brookside Park, it's, a, it's really a rather large venue. They put us right up by the stage. So there's a stage where they have a costume contest, and we have two booths. So we're one of the biggest, uh, I guess, vendors, you could say, there. And so we're right up by the stage, which is really fun because a lot of times they'll have us come up and either, you know, like get to announce something or whatever. But now that I know you're going to be there, oh, my gosh, this is going to be bigger and better than ever. And we'll get your listeners to come and join us, which is going to be awesome. I'll finally get to meet not only Benson and Riley, but maybe even your wife in person, which would be amazing after all these years. Yeah, you keep missing each other, as a matter of fact. I can't. <laughs> yes. I know. <laughs> so. That would be awesome. But, oh, I can't tell you how that I, I that thrills me. So thank you so much that you're going to be out there September 18th. I usually get, I mean, we get out there super early to start setting everything up. So we'll be out there by 5. But most of our team usually starts showing up by 8-ish or so. And mm-hmm. they'll kind of hang around the booth. And there's it's not just our booth. There are tons of vendors. And it's everybody from people selling collars and leashes to fun, like funny t-shirts for pet parents, to different foods, um, a little bit of everything that's out there. So whatever kind of animal lover you are, they usually have something. Plus they have food trucks. And like I mentioned, they've got a costume contest. There are people who go the distance. Like I just go on Amazon and buy my girls like a, a new shirt or a new collar or something like that. And I'm like, oh, look at you in costume. <laughs> there are people who like make stuff. I mean, it's incredible. So the, the costume contest is really fun to watch. Well, that's what I was getting ready to ask you next. Like, what should I wear? It's a walk and run. Am I going to wear shorts? Am I, you know, what am I going to put on, Jennifer Jones Lee? Well, I can tell you, you can wear whatever you want, but I do dress every year. And I might as well just announce it here. I'm going as Cruella DeVille this year. And Daisy and Dolly, who are not Dalmatians, are going as Dalmatians. So we like to get crazy, but most people on our team just wear T-shirts and shorts. Of course, once you join the team, also your um, your entry fee gets you the T-shirt and all of that for that year's Wiggle Waggle Walk. And what's cool is they feature a different shelter pet 
that somebody has drawn. So it's these beautiful drawings or, you know, fun cartoonish drawings, whatever the year's thing is, um, on the T-shirt. So whatever you want, you can wait and pick up your shirt that day and wear that. Or if you want to, you know, also do something in the Cruella DeVille thing, I'm all about it. Whatever you want to do, Mo, it's, it's going to be fun. Well, I I enjoy and love your enthusiasm for something like this. You can't fake the passion. This is something which is near and dear to your heart. To your point, it has grown and grown each and every year. And um, I, I have to just celebrate you. I salute you, and I thank you for what you're doing. Aww. And again, again, let people know how they can sign up, where they need to go. Okay, so KFIAM640.com slash wiggle. Right there, there's a link that you can go ahead and sign up to be on our page. And if for whatever reason you end up on the Pasadena Humane page, we are the KFI Wake Up Call Wigglers. I know we went really crazy with our name, KFI Wake Up Call Wigglers. I thought that'll That's, be one that I'll remember. That sounds so, so wrong. That just sounds so <laughs> wrong. Can I just make well, one suggestion? Maybe next year, you know, because I'll, I'll tell you, I'll text you what I mean. Just maybe next year we'll just slightly tweak the name just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, I've never thought about it that way until you just said it. Look, now I'm, I'm blushing along I-5. Look, Fantastic, I'm, I'm just Mo. thinking Mark Wahlberg in a movie, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, oh, I, yes. Very, well, I mean, not very well. That came out wrong, too. Wow, this has gone from, uh, this has really gone to the dogs, literally. <laughs> well played, well played. Well, Jennifer Jones-Lee, host of Wake Up Call. I know you have to go to sleep very soon because you have to get up in like four hours. No, no, I'm actually on vacation this week. So I'm moving, and tomorrow is my birthday. So I'm heading up to my brother's, and uh, we're going to do like an old-school family barbecue with a bunch of friends, and my parents are down, and... So we're just going to chill out and uh, just have a fun weekend in the freaking heat, I guess. Well, that's so fantastic. So try to be as cool as possible. So you're 24 years old. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> I would sing what happy birthday to you, but Robin says, don't sing on the radio, Mo. Don't do that. Don't do that. So I won't sing. I'll just oh. say happy birthday. Well, I wish that you could because you have an amazing voice. I love it when I hear you like walking down the hall or singing in the studio. I'm always like, where's Mo? And I, I love it. I say happy birthday to Handel. He didn't appreciate it. It was just like wasted money. Like, Handel appreciates nothing. Remember when nothing. I did that? He just, he just doesn't. He doesn't. You know. No. I brought in bagels one time and he goes, you did not bring in bagels. You brought in bread with holes in it. I was like, oh, well, this is a good start. Yeah, that's... That was six years ago and nothing has ever changed. No. Well, he's gotten worse. In a good way. Yeah. I think. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm there every morning. But thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come on and have a great rest of your show. And I hope I get to see you soon. Yes, you will see me soon. Have a wonderful birthday. Let me just do this real quick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jennifer Jones Lee. Happy birthday to you. Ah, I have goosebumps. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you. Love you. Be well. Thank you. We'll talk soon. All right, you too. All right, bye. Bye. Uh, Mark, why, why are you making those cringy faces? That was admiration. Yeah, sure. You don't admire anything about me. I know you way too no, well. No, no, it was love. Can't you feel the love in there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Something like that. This is the John and Ken Show, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Prior to the pandemic, you might have heard me discuss this. I don't know when I was in for maybe Tim Conway Jr. I was trying to 
convinced Tim to go on a cruise. My wife and I, at least pre-pandemic, we would go on cruises once a year and we try to hit a different continent each time. You know, and then our most recent one, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because it was right before the pandemic, was to Europe. We flew into Rome and then we did a seven-day Mediterranean cruise. It was The cruise itself was fantastic. And I recommend that for anyone. Of course, if you listen to the John and Ken show, I talk about this with Deborah Mark when she's in because she's a cruiser as well. And we recommend cruises because it gives you the opportunity to sample locations without necessarily being beholden to stay there for any length of time. And if there's some place that you want to visit and stay longer, then you can come back and do that during another trip. Because I've been on cruises, like I went on a Caribbean cruise once, and there is a point to this. I went on a Caribbean cruise, and we stopped in Aruba, and I was horrendously underwhelmed by Aruba. And that's not, not a place I ever really want to visit again. And But I was thankful for the opportunity to visit. We saw, like, the whole island and had an opportunity to experience all of it and say, eh, don't want to come back here again. You know, it looks better in the in the brochure. The reason I mention that is because that Caribbean cruise, we were on a ship with Royal Caribbean, and it was Harmony of the Seas. And when I saw this next story, it immediately uh, reminded me of that. When my wife and I go on cruises, we usually don't do a lot of the water sports stuff if it's a like a Caribbean cruise. We'll go into the beach. We went to like Megan's Bay, I think it was like in the St. Uh, the British Virgin Islands. That was fine. We waited in the water, got a little sun, but we're not the snorkeling type. I've been snorkeling before, but I'm not real good being around a lot of fish. I'm not good being around things which may move in the water. If something moves by my ankle, even if it's seaweed, it freaks me out. I think like a shark is going to come get me. So I try to stay out of the water for the most part. Keep all that in mind. You might have seen the story where a Pennsylvania woman was killed after being attacked by a bull shark while snorkeling in the Bahamas yesterday. Now, this is according to the Royal Bahamas Police Chief Superintendent, Chrislyn Skippings. The woman and her family had booked a tour to snorkel in the waters off of Green Cay, roughly a half mile northwest of the private island of Rose Island near Nassau. And I've been there. It's, it's beautiful. Just didn't care to go in the water. And this woman obviously was part of, not obviously, but incidentally was part of a Royal Caribbean cruise excursion where they decided to go snorkeling. And she was on the ship Harmony of the Seas, which happened to be the same ship that my wife and I were on. So it really jumped out at me. Family members and tour companies employees were able to rescue the woman initially after the attack and brought her onto the beach. She had suffered injuries to her upper extremities, but was pronounced dead shortly thereafter by emergency medical services. They have not released her name, at least not in this report. And they said that she was a passenger aboard the Royal Caribbean ship. This is me, and and I always recommend this to people. If you do go on uh, these cruises, I always say stay away from the excursions because they're, they're most liable to to rip you off. And I always say, you know, don't go snorkeling for reasons just like these. But that's just me. I would rather not risk my life in the water like that. I'm not a daredevil, and I've been snorkeling, and you couldn't pay me to go snorkeling again. I don't like being around fish. 
I don't like to be around possibility of sharks, and and they are out there, especially. And now the water itself is beautiful, beautiful. You can get out there, and you can when you see uh, the the commercials where you have the clear water and you can see the ocean bottom and the sand. It looks exactly like that. That's not that's not CGI. It looks exactly like that. And growing up in California, you think, oh, California has great beaches. No, we have trash beaches in comparison. It, it is, there is no comparison if you've seen beaches around the world compared to Southern California. I mean, and that's saying nothing of the other story. You heard Mark Ronner talking about the sewage spill, which prompted the South Bay closure. And I know that area because it's not too far from where I went to high school. The L.A. County Department of Public Health issued a beach closure warning following the sewage spill. And I think that like some 5,000 gallons of raw sewage accidentally spilled into Malaga Creek. Beachgoers are being asked to avoid swimming, surfing, and playing in the ocean water. I'm not a kind of ocean guy, so it's okay for me because I try to stay out of the ocean altogether. But if you really want to see, the point of this is, if you want to see a great beach, you're going to have to leave California. And I know, I know you're partial to where you're from. And, you know, California girls, the best in the world, like the Beach Boy said. But as far as the beaches are concerned, our beaches are nothing, nothing if you actually get out there and travel. Now, I got to ask you this, Eric. I hear that Israel has some wonderful beaches. Yes. Israel and the Caribbean are probably the only oceans, like the Mediterranean Sea and the Caribbean Ocean, probably the only ones that I'm going in. Now, eventually, I do want to be able to get to Israel for any number of reasons, for um, historical reasons, uh, monuments, um, just my own personal faith. I want to travel the world and see that part of the world for religious reasons. And also, just I want to add to my list of countries that I've been to. So that's definitely on my list. I don't know if it'll be a cruise, but I want to get there specifically and directly now mark i don't think is a cruise type fellow he doesn't impress me as that i might be wrong never been on one kind of curious but when i was a kid i watched that coal shack the night stalker episode where there's a werewolf on a cruise ship so uh i haven't been able to shake that yet as (laughs) an adult yeah yeah hey mo producer ray here yeah i just uh took a cruise i was on the freedom of the seas oh yes yeah and in may so uh, we did uh, we did a week. Where was your port? It was in Miami. Uh-huh. And so mm-hmm. we went to Coco Cay, and uh, then we went to Nassau. And so it was uh, it was Nassau, Coco Cay, and uh, what was the other one? I, I, I already forget. But you're, you're right. I, I was in Coco Cay, and Coco Cay is the um, Royal Caribbean's private island. So we got a day to, to, uh, to be on their private island. And, uh, yes, fish— and all kinds of creatures do come up. Yes, they do. And you can see them because the the water's so clear. And I almost, you know, there was some some big fish, and I don't know what they were, Mo. But it, I, I got to tell you, I almost left some raw sewage in that uh, cocoa cake <laughs> because I don't the, play around with them. Yeah, no. I mean, th- th- those fish got real close, and I don't know what they were, but they were huge. They were big. There were, there were some big fish. Now we have some similar experiences because I I prefer Royal Caribbean to Carnival for the clientele and also the amenities. And we prefer to do week, uh, seven-day cruises. Those are the cruises that we enjoy the most. You usually have like four or five uh, stops, and then you have like maybe two days at, at sea. 
So that's usually perfect for us. Exactly. You- and what we did is we took um, the, uh, the we left Sunday and we uh, the the cruise uh, the cruise took off from Miami to the Bahamas from Monday uh, to Friday. And so what what happened was we were in Miami when that whole the first. Um, uh, it was a, 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 a wasn't a hurricane yet. I think it was right. It was a hurricane that went through Mexico and ended up as a tropical storm in Miami. So we didn't really get to see a dry Miami. It was all wet, and uh, unfortunately for the next cruise, it came you know because uh, we we uh, um, the cruise ended on Friday, and then you know they clean up the ship, and yep. the next cruise goes out Friday and 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 comes back. You know, the following, uh, you know, after the weekend, they were going uh, to a cruise to nowhere because um, the port in Nassau was closed. So that's what you're up against when you go to the Bahamas or you go to the Caribbean or you just don't know the weather's so volatile that anything can happen. And you just may be stuck on the cruise ship going nowhere if the ports are closed. I always recommend try to make a more extensive vacation out of it. When we did our Caribbean cruise, it was out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. So we flew into Puerto Rico and we stayed like an extra day in advance before even getting on the ship. So we had, and this was before they had the the huge hurricane in Puerto Rico. So it was pre that. So we had a very good experience with it. And with our our, uh, Mediterranean cruise, we flew into Rome and and spent like a day or two in Rome before we even got on the ship. So that's how we try to extend the vacation so you get some time seeing the countryside as well as getting on the ship. But I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love doing cruises. I'll now, tell you what, Mo, you're right. That Royal Caribbean, those, those uh, fleet, they're awesome. Oh, you yeah. Know, this is not, you know, I mean, this is what my experience was, that the freedom of the sea ship was, was unbelievable. And I'll tell you, the new ship that Royal Caribbean has out here now that goes to Ensenada and, um, and, and, and Catalina called uh, Navigator of the Seas— it gets rave reviews. I, I want to check it out. What's the big one? The super one that has like a... Oh, Wonder of the Seas. Wonder of the Seas. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Wonder of the Seas goes all the way around the world. Incredible. Now, see, I want to make enough money where I can retire and just do that and just live on a cruise ship. I love I would that do story it. of the couple, the yes. el- that older couple who live on the cruise ship. It's cheaper to live on the cruise ship because, you know, than it is to, uh, you know, live at home in their, you know, in their retirement. Yeah, but they I'd be 500 the pounds. They have like free food all the time. It just, you know, oh, that I'd food. be a glutton. That was ridiculous. I mean, that was, that was obscene, absurd. Good times. It, it, it was it was just too much, too much. But it was it was good. Now, see, there's another person I know who cruises now. We need to compare other stories, the stuff that we can't tell on the air. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the John and Ken Show, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Before I get out of here and Tim Conway Jr. takes over, we were talking about cruises. And it, it, it spun out of the story, the unfortunate story of the woman who was attacked by a shark while on a cruise in the Bahamas. But it was more specifically royal caribbean cruises and i was saying like hey when i go ashore i usually don't go into the water i don't do short excursions like that i don't do the snorkeling i just kind of try to be as safe as possible for me and someone hit me on twitter and he was asking me well he was wondering whether i was concerned about crime on a cruise ship like someone pushing you overboard the only thing i'm worried about is more crime when i go ashore where people would be targeting tourists or people who were unsuspecting, not paying attention, that would be something that I would be concerned about. But as far as crime on the ship, 
I'm actually more comfortable on the ship. I'm usually liquored up and just comfortable. Look, look, I usually buy the drink packages. And so you can just drink all day. As you should. And all night. And you don't have to worry about driving anywhere. It's it's not a bad life. Now, it's not something I can do all the time, you know, because I'm a little older now. So I can't do it like I used to. But it's a good time. And I remember, I was saying last segment, how I was having a conversation with Tim Conway Jr. He, he asked me one night. He said, Mo. Should I go on a cruise ship? I said, yes. And, you know, I don't know if you ever did. Tim, did you ever go? Uh, you know, Mo, by the way, I, I did not because I can't get my wife or my daughter on one of these boats because both of them have to be able to see land or else they're going to freak out and get sick. Really? So, yeah. So I asked Mo, I said, I said, how the hell are you able to afford this? I can't afford cruises and I'm working. Yes, for, you can. I'm working 25 years 26 years in radio and i can't afford a cruise and you remember what you said to me no i don't remember i said how do you afford the cruises and i can't afford the uh, the cruise and you said stay out of hollywood park well that, that? Yeah, that yeah, i probably did say that yes you're like that's where all your dough is going bub you gotta stay out of the santa anita and you can get on any cruise you want but you made an important point we are intentional my wife and i are very intentional in other words if we're going to spend our money somewhere, it will be on our vacation. Good for you. Uh, both of us, we have very, I would say, humble cars. We don't spend money on cars. We'll spend it on on our vacation. That's and, great. And we we don't we try to live a debt free life. I love the fact that you had. I mean, you're in radio, and you still had to to convince people or tell people you bought the drink package. I think when, people, <laughs> when you say you're in radio, I think they just give you the drink package. <laughs> Man, I wish. What does that drink package cost, and what does it entail? It could be, it's about maybe $700, if I remember correctly. Wow. But it's all you can drink. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, and and you think, what I learned is all you can drink at 45.50 is not the same as all you can drink <laughs> at 25.30. But if, right. you, but if you drive, if you uh, buy them a la carte, they're like $16, $17. So it almost like encourages you, even if after you get on the ship, to right. buy the drink package. And, you know, the math does work out where, yeah, it works out if you buy the drink package, if you're willing to actually drink. How do they uh, secure that? I mean, you can't. If you buy the drink package, can't you get four drinks and bring them back to the table? No, and say, you hey. can't. You have like an ID card that you use for your, like your room key. And you get on and it shows you, uh, you the drink package on your ID. And then you show it to the bartender. They scan it. They run it. It has like a, a, a strip on it. Wow. And so it's just a, you know, it's charged, not charged to your account, but they know that I bought a drink at the such and such bar on such and such deck. And so they know that it's actually me and I can go to and I can come back in five minutes and get another drink for someone else. But they, they don't usually let you have two drinks at a time or three drinks at a time. I heard that when you get on a cruise ship, there's two things they take out of your luggage. They take out any liquor you brought on and they take out any power strip that you bring on. Not true, if only because well, I, I might as well just go ahead and say it. Like my wife, they tell you you're not supposed to bring an iron on board. Right. Well, we always smuggle one on, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> wow, what a what a dangerous wild couple. Well, right. Well, it's Everyone's a fire cocaine no. and weed and heroin, and you're like, oh, we got an iron. <laughs> Aren't you allowed to bring like an unopened bottle of wine onto a ship? You are. Uh, I, I think it's like one bottle. Like we bought some liquor when we were um, in Curacao. They have like a, a a factory. This liqueur factory and so we bought some and you have to declare it when you come on the ship and they'll take it from you and they'll give it to you at the end of the 
of the cruise. But is it true they take power strips from you as well? I've never. It, I think so. It, but if, like, if you leave it out in the open when they're cleaning your cabin, gone, gone. <laughs> so I would suggest just bury it in your luggage. <laughs> now, what? What? You go on the big cruise ships, or you oh, like the big the more intimate? No, my wife doesn't like the big cruise ships, but they have the most amenities and the most things to do. I've uh, seen some of them with this. Like, there's a park in the middle of them. There's it's, a it's mall. Incredible. There's Ray can tell you. There's like a mall in the middle of some of these ships. Yes. Wow. And then what about gambling? You stay away from the casino there. I stay away from the casino if only because I'm not a gambler. But the last one, I think it was on like a something of the seas. I can't remember, but it was a huge ship. They, ship. they had a huge casino in the middle of the ship and gambling all day, all night wow. long. All the Mark, games. Mark Thompson told me a great story, and he told it on the air, so I guess I can tell it. But he was uh, he had he was down the first night about three four grand, and at towards the end of the cruise, he was down like eighteen grand at the casino, and still had to put on the smiley face for his girlfriend. <laughs> People lose their ass on cruise ships because they're drinking, yeah. and they're there all day, and it's so accessible. You just come from your your cabin, your stateroom, and it's like right there staring at you. I know you got to go, but what's the longest cruise you ever took? Oh, uh, seven day. That's what we always do. Seven day oh, cruise. Good for you, man. All we right, got to get buddy. you on a ship. What's Let's going go on. on tonight, Tim? Real quick. I don't know. We got uh, oh, we got Bill Mulder coming on. He's with the uh, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, talking about a big, huge uh, golf tournament that's coming up. Uh, the latest on the Fairview fire, the Radford fire, and then uh, California has no electricity, so we'll uh, try to keep the lights on all night. Ding dong, ding dong, with you, Mo Kelly, everybody. Love you, Tim. This Let's the go, buddy. John and Ken show. Tim Conway Jr. coming up next. KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 